All right, sorry about that. I don't know what happened there. Uh, I got up to grab something, and when I came back and uh, clicked the unpause button, all of a sudden it started to play, and I couldn't add to it. So I'm still figuring out this program. Uh, all right, so let's go on. Part two, the rest of today's September 2nd, the rest of today's um, readings. Okay, like I said, we're getting into Noah. This is where it starts to get interesting. So let's go. And in those days, Noah saw the earth, that it had sunk down and its destruction was nigh. Uh, that's a strange way of saying that. All right. And he arose from thence and went to the ends of the earth and cried aloud to his grandfather, Enoch. And Noah said three times with an embittered voice, hear me, hear me, hear me. Wonder where the ends of the earth is. Hmm. I don't know. If it's on a globe, you're not going to find it. But if... If you consider the flat earth theory, there is the ends of the earth. That would be Antarctica. So just saying. Verse 3, And I said unto him, Tell me what it is that is falling out on the earth, that the earth is in such evil plight and shaken, lest perchance I shall perish with it. And thereupon... There was a great commotion on the earth, and a voice was heard from heaven, and I fell on my face. And Enoch, my grandfather, came and stood by me and said unto me, Why hast thou cried unto me with a bitter cry and weeping? So Enoch is living at the ends of the earth. I wonder if he's still there. And a command has gone forth from the presence of the Lord concerning those who wait, 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 wait. Before I, before I go on at verse 6. Uh, remember when Jesus is talking to his apostles and they said, I think it was Peter that said to them, you know, what, Lord, what's going to happen at the end of time and all this kind of stuff and, and when will it be and all that. And John, who's obviously a younger, much younger apostle, at this point, they're just like followers and disciples. For some reason, Peter looks at John and says, you know, well, what about him? And Jesus said, well, what's it to you if he remains until I return? For this reason, of course, they were thinking, okay, Jesus will be back at least in the days of John, but in our days, they expected him to come back. You know, and and maybe he did. That's That part's not written down. But they were all martyred except for John. He was placed on the island of Patmos. Now, somewhere I did read there was a record of John um, being martyred. And it, it, it wasn't verified. It's not well known. Like, uh, we... 
we know that uh, Nero cut off Paul's head and Peter was crucified upside down. Um, they said that was it Paul they tried to boil in a vat of oil and all these things. But uh, John, we're not sure exactly if he ever died. Jesus says, well, what's it to you? if he remains alive until I return. So now Enoch, Enoch is hanging out at the ends of the earth, wherever that might be. Um, no one is allowed to enter inside the Antarctic Circle. Okay, in 1959 or there roundabouts, there was the Antarctic Treaty that was signed by all of these warring nations. For some reason, they can't get along except to um, sign this treaty and to keep it in force for the last 60, 70 years. That they can do. You know, that's not a problem. 60 years, I suppose. So no one's allowed to go into Antarctica. We know there's resources there. We know there's mountains there. We know there's deserts and lakes. It is not only a chunk of ice. The expeditions that took place before 1959, it is recorded fact that there is like a whole nother world down there. What we see on the Google globe is not accurate. Um, you can research Admiral Byrd, B-Y-R-D. He led expeditions down there until 1959. Things that he found, they said, no more, no one's going back there. Nobody's going back there. But he started talking about what he saw, and then, and then he died. You know? <clears throat> and it's interesting. There's actually a, a YouTube video out there you might be able to find of him describing what was down there. I really encourage everyone to watch that. Now, he was a 33rd degree Freemason, or so it is said. And however, you know, whatever you think about Freemasons, um, you know, or was he? Are they just trying to paint him as a bad guy? Or, or did he, you know, re recant that? when he found out the truth. I don't, who knows? There's so many lies, so many lies out there, especially in the last 60 years. Stop. In the last 60 years, I started compiling things that took place around 1958, 59, and 60. This is off topic, but I just can't. I can't. Um... <clears throat> When you start realizing what took place during that time, that was the beginning of abortion. That it was so many things happened. Like that's when NASA started up. That's when they closed off Antarctica. You know, it's almost like something took place around 1959. And they decided, okay, all right, this, uh, it's time. Let's let's end this civilization because there's a whole new world. I didn't say order. 
um, to explore and possibly take over. And now I'm getting into the conspiracy theory thing, so I'm going to stop with that. But I just don't trust them. I don't trust all of these people that are running the show. I don't trust them at all. Kings and rulers, kings and the mighty. What have we been reading? What, what does the Bible show us about the judgment of those kings and mighty? All right, let's go on. Verse 6. And a command has gone forth from the presence of the Lord concerning those who dwell on the earth, that their ruin is accomplished because they have learnt all the secrets of the angels and all the violence of the Satans and all their powers, the most secret ones, and all the power of those who practice sorcery and the power of witchcraft and the power of those who make molten images for the whole earth. I believe this is Enoch. Yes, Enoch still talking to Noah. And how silver is produced from the dust of the earth, and how soft metal originates in the earth. For lead and tin are not produced from the earth like the first. It is a fountain that produces them. And an angel stands therein, and that angel is preeminent. Um, isn't it interesting, the soft, the molten, the soft metal, that's all the stuff that computer parts are made of, and that's what the antimony, working with atoms and, and all of these things, that's what they, that's what they showed them, the, the fallen angels. And after that, my grandfather Enoch took hold of me by my hand and raised me up and said unto me, Go. For I have asked the Lord of Spirits as touching this commotion on the earth. And he said unto me, Because of their unrighteousness, their judgment has been determined upon, and shall not be withheld by me, capital M-E, forever. This is what the Lord said. Because of the sorceries which they have searched out and learned, the earth and those who dwell upon it shall be destroyed. And these, they have no place of repentance forever because they have shown them what was hidden, and they are the damned. But as for thee, my son, the Lord of spirits, know that thou art pure and guiltless of this reproach concerning the secrets. Hmm. He is saying that Noah is pure. This is how Noah first is determined that he will be saved, but not how he is first determined he is pure, which we will find out later. And he has destined thy name to be among the holy, and will preserve thee amongst those who dwell on the earth, and has destined thy righteous seed both for kingship and for great honors, and from thy seed shall proceed a fountain of the righteous and holy without number forever. So not only will Jesus Christ come from the seed of Noah, but, obviously, but uh, the Bible talks about Christ's seed, the seed of the righteous. It's not that Jesus had a bunch of kids. It's spiritual, spiritual, spiritually speaking. We are sons and daughters of God. All right. Pretty cool. Uh, so Noah is talking to Enoch, who is at the ends of the earth. And after that, he showed me, chapter 66, and after that, he showed me the angels of punishment who are prepared to come 
and let loose all the powers of the waters, which are beneath in the earth in order to bring judgment and destruction on all who abide and dwell on the earth. And the Lord of Spirits gave commandment to the angels who were going forth, that they should not cause the waters to rise, but should hold them in check. For those angels were over the powers of the waters, and I went away from the presence of Enoch. Hmm. Yeah, Enoch is shown. It's going to be destroyed. Chapter 67. Um, okay, let's see how far we want to go. I think it cut off around 12 minutes on the, on the last one. Okay, chapter 67. And in those days, the word of God came unto me, and he said unto me, Noah, thy lot has come up before me, a lot without blame, a lot of love and uprightness. And now the angels are making a wooden building. And when they have completed that task, I will place my hand upon it and preserve it. And there shall come forth from it the seed of life. And a change shall set in, so that the earth will not remain without inhabit inhabitant. Oh, the angels helped them make it. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I always wonder how made he made that huge thing all by himself. And I will make fast thy seed before me forever and ever. And I will spread abroad those who dwell with me. It shall not be unfruitful on the face of the earth, but it shall be blessed and multiply on the earth in the name of the Lord. Talking about the seed of life. And he will imprison those angels who have shown unrighteousness in that burning valley which my grandfather Enoch had formerly shown to me in the west among the mountains of gold and silver and iron and soft metal and tin. Oh, Enoch showed Noah some things. And I saw that valley in which there was a great convulsion and a convulsion of the waters. And when all this took place from that fiery molten metal and from the convulsion thereof in that place, there was produced a smell of sulfur and it was connected with those waters. And that valley of the angels who had led astray mankind burned beneath that land. Want to know where magma comes from? <clears throat> there you go. And through its valleys proceed streams of fire, where these angels are punished who had led astray those who dwell upon the earth. Huh. Yeah. But those waters shall, in those days, serve for the kings and the mighty and the exalted, and those who dwell on the earth, for the healing of the body, but for the punishment of the spirit. Now their spirit is full of lust, that they might may be punished in their body, for they have denied the Lord of spirits and see their punishment daily and yet believe not in his name. Okay. I'm still stuck on that magma thing. We were we were always taught that that's just these that's just like the earth's crust and all the stuff and it's that's what the metal is made of and it's like there's more down there than that. And in proportion as the burning of their bodies becomes severe, a corresponding change shall take place in their spirit forever and ever. For before the Lord of spirits, none shall utter an idle word. For ju the judgment shall come upon them because they believe in the lust of their body and deny the spirit of the Lord. And those same waters shall undergo a change in those days. For when those angels are punished in these waters, 
these water springs shall change their temperature. And when the angels ascend, these, this water of the spring shall change and become cold. Hmm. And I heard Michael answering and saying, This judgment wherewith the angels are judged is a testimony for the kings and the mighty who possess the earth. Because these waters of judgment minister to the healing of the body of the kings and the lust of their body, therefore they will not see and will not believe that those waters will change and become a fire which burns forever. Yeah. Yeah, Elijah was able to take water and have it uh, lick up the fire. Remember that? That was when all those prophets were gathered around. Huh. Jezebel's prophets. All right. One more chapter. Because then we're at chapter 69, which is long. I mean, pretty long. Chapter 68. And after that, my grandfather Enoch gave me the teaching of all the secrets in the book and in the parables which had been given to him, and he put them together for me in the words of the book of the parables. And on that day, Michael answered Raphael and said, The power of the Spirit transports and makes me to tremble because of the severity of the judgment of the secrets at the judgment of the angels. Who can endure the severe judgment which has been executed and before which they melt away? And Michael answered again and said to Raphael, Who is he whose heart is not softened concerning it? and whose reins are not troubled by this word of judgment that has gone forth upon them because of those who have thus led them out. And it came to pass when he stood before the Lord of Spirits, Michael said thus to Raphael, I will not take their part under the eye of the Lord, for the Lord of Spirits has been angry with them, because they do as if they were the Lord. Therefore all that is hidden shall come upon them forever and ever, for neither angel nor man shall have his portion in it but alone they have received their judgment forever and ever. All right, we're going to stop there. That was chapter 68. Sorry about the two parts thing. I think I figured out what I did. I hit play instead of unpause. That's a bummer. Um, so, yeah, interesting. So God is judging the earth during the time of Noah. Now remember, during those days, there were giants. Genesis 6. And in those days, there were giants on the earth. Those giants were from the fallen angels mingling with the daughters of man, like the, the women on the earth. However, they tricked them. Probably just the same way they did, they tricked uh, Eve. So, judgment and destruction is coming on the earth in the form of water. It's interesting how water became fire and fire can become water because the, God destroyed the earth back then with water. And at the end time, in Revelations, he is going to destroy, purify, cleanse the earth with fire. What are the two things that cleanse and purify? 
water and fire, right? So he's saying water became fire or fire became water. I'll have to look and see. <clears throat> that's, that's pretty interesting. How can water and fire become one of the other when water puts out fire? You know, that's what it was with Elijah. He called down fire from heaven and it licked up all the water. Water puts out fire. So, yeah, it's all pretty mind-boggling, but all right, I'll let you go. Um, tomorrow is our podcast. I don't know how long it's going to be, but I do want to do something to prepare for Rosh Hashanah. Um, I am not one of those, like, Torah-following, you know, reading all that stuff kind of person. The Lord has not led me in that direction. If you want to follow somebody who um, who does do that, there's Rob Skiba and Jim Staley. Um, I personally don't follow it that closely because I'm more focused on Jesus Christ, and I, I aim to stay more in the in the New Testament with using the Old Testament. Torah, whatever, Pentateuch and all, as more of supporting, uh, oh, here comes the, are those doves? Yeah, I got a bunch of doves in the yard. One, two, oh, wow, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Ten little doves in the yard. How cute. Eleven, twelve. Okay, I think I'm 13, 14, I'm being overtaken by doubts. I need to go and look at this. So tomorrow we'll be on the um, Rosh Hashanah, Feast of Trumpets, Yom Kippur, Day of Atonement. So I'm going to prepare for that. All right, thanks for tuning in to part two, and uh, have a blessed day.